865-255-03, Irish Network's hotline. Uh, Hiller is offering credits to and for your old home systems. You can trade in your HVAC uh, system and earn up to $1,500 towards a new system. Also, um, you can upgrade from a standard water heater to a tankless water heater and earn up to $500 for um, that with that trade. Uh, also, you can trade up to a new electrical panel with, and earn a $500 credit uh, for your old one. So uh, this month is about credits for Hiller, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical, happyhiller.com. Let's get to the phones and let's get to um, Rusty. Rusty Jean and Volstorm. Rusty, good morning. What up? What up, what up, what up? Man, oh man, oh man. I think the caller was right early talking about how a lot of what we're hearing from these, in quotes, fans, um, is due to uh, what we've seen in the past. And it, and it kind of skews you. I, I, I saw a lot of things that need improvement. I saw... Seeing, seeing some open receivers, it needs improvement. I also saw some plays. Yeah, I get it. I get what I get. Why this is the guy they went with. I get why this is the guy that potentially gives us the best chance to win. The um, there was a play early in the game where I saw him be super super calm, scan the field, do a hand, do a point <laughs> like to go deep to get a defensive back to jump. And then throw a throw a strike on the sideline and, and hit Hyatt. That yeah. that showed me calm, coolness, accuracy, and the ability to move a defender where you want them. That that those those are real. That's a really good sign. Also, I mean, we we know Jalen. We know Jalen left about about thirty yards, thirty five yards on the field, which both plays would have been first down completions, um, and those. Skew stats, those skew momentum. I, I know for sure for the people who are saying it's the same quarterback we've seen the last three years, blah, 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 blah. Somebody said that? I did. Yes, oh, people are ton, saying that. How, how, many ton, picks, how many picks did Joe throw last night? Oh, hey, I'm with you. If you say if you say it's the same quarterback we've seen the last three years, you don't know ish about oh, football. Believe I really, me, and I really said, I'm going to say the real world. Tons of them. Tons of them. One, one of them is my closest guys. One of them is my closest guys. You know who I'm talking about. Don't know. Don't know issue about my football. Dude. Huh? Don't know issue about football if you if you if you're making that statement. One of my closest guys close. said it on Twitter, and I haven't responded to him yet, and I haven't called him out yet. But yeah, tons of. I never saw two make two, the two runs for touchdowns or any of the other carries that Joe threw with the ball on the ground. I never saw two make that throw on third and twenty-one that hit Jay and. Jalen on the dig that was perfectly thrown and Jalen dropped the ball. Those, those, those plays didn't happen under two. Now, he, he missed a couple of the open receivers, but he easily, I know his stats were 11 for 23, but he easily could have been 15 for 23 if the balls would have been caught. And then and then his percentage is like, what, that 66% if he completes 15 instead of 11? Those things are so easily changed, and and I, you guys are right. There's gonna the the things that didn't go right last night are very correctable. All he's got to do is drop his drop his back shoulder just a little bit on the deep throws, get a little more air in the ball. I mean, 
that those things are stuff high can get cleaned up. And, this, and he this gives is, us this is, the this best is why, I'm sorry to interrupt you, man. I, I just I, you're good. Like, but this is why quarterbacks don't like coming back. This is why they feel the way they feel. Everything is overanalyzed yep. from the quarterback position. And I know it's part of the job, but this is why – and it's not just Tennessee, this, but this is why quarterbacks have this, this, this chip on their shoulder when they, they leave a place. Mm. Casey coming back shouldn't be a big deal, but it is a big deal. Because, I was stunned when I saw because that Because he don't come back. Quarterbacks – they get like they get they get trashed all the time, and it's really unfair. Oh, like hey, like I get I, he makes some people. throws, but goodness gracious, like comparing him to number two, like come on, man. Yeah, get, I know. I, I, I saw here. I saw great things. I saw great things, great great things that make me think. When they fix the little bitty things, there's a lot of good there. A lot, a lot of good there. I had I. You're right about Casey, man. Love seeing that picture. It, it it made me feel so good to see him back here. Can't wait to get out there to where he's at and go catch, go catch a couple of high school ball games in his area. We're fired up for that. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's I, right, Cali boy. But I but I know Sunshine. people back in the day that said any more Tennessee games until a claw until it's no longer a claw at quarterback. That's how crazy this stupid ass fan base is. Sometimes we are, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. We just got like, we just need to understand, like, man, before we just be rattling stuff off, like it. That's the effects of it. Like, the, before you just rattle off and say anything, just understand, like, that's why the quarterbacks feel feel that way. Like Josh Dobbs comes back and he does his thing, but he'll never forget the crap that he got. That was just over the top. It was just over the top okay. all the time. Like the quarterback, you know, overanalyzing of the quarterback, it's over the top. It's been that way for years and years and years. It's just over the top for no reason. And some of the folks that have no effing idea what they're talking about when they're being over the top with some of this, with, with some of their uh, analysis. They have no idea. That's what and that's what bothers me. Casey's the prime example of what you are describing. Jo- Dobbs is a, is a good example as as well, but Casey is like a, a grade A example. Yeah. So I just listen. Quarterback position, it is what it is, and, and you play, you understand it. But at the same time, it's like did. Are we trying to do the same thing? We gonna treat we gonna treat the, the the next quarterback after JG the same way we did Dobbs? Are we gonna do this to every quarterback that ain't Peyton? Like, are we gonna like look in the mirror and like stop and chill out a little bit? Or is this just you know just a social media thing and it happens everywhere? And I know it's not just here, but I don't care about everywhere else. I'm talking about you know the place that that I got love for. You know, it just – I'm not saying critiques are not part of it. I'm not saying analyzing the game is not part of it because it is, because we do it. But, like, jeez, chill out a little bit. All right, let's yeah, go back to the phone. For sure. Before uh, I, I'm real close to cussing. I really don't <laughs> want to. 
Wusa, Wusa, Zen. Think of uh, the Zen commercials that YouTube TV throws at us. <laughs> Zen. I'm just man. I'm just I'm just taking up for for the, for the players. That's all. I get it. Yeah, I'm just man. And, and and this is the double-edged sword of having an extremely passionate fan base. It it is, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. But no, I'd, I'd I'm rather still gonna say what I'm gonna say. Absolutely, I'd rather deal with this problem than be Vanderbilt and have nobody care at all about the program. Hundred uh, percent. We've got. I uh, think I'm more mad that my dog uh, chewed up his his uh, bed and broke the zipper, and I don't know how to put the zipper back on. I think I think I'm taking out my my zipper frustration. <laughs> all the fans who are digging the, Joe. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think that's what it is. All right, let's go back to the phones. We've got Gene. How do you put a zipper back on? Dang. All right, Gene. Good morning. Gene, you there? Gene. Gene, do you know how to put a zipper back on? All right. Gene, give us a call back. We give got a, a Volstorm next. Volstorm, good morning. Yes, I do know how. All right, well, meet me, at, meet me at dead end at 11 o'clock after the show, and I'm bringing this, I'm bringing this doggy bed and this zipper, and I want you to put the zipper back on since you know how to do it. Hey, Gene fell off because you made that comment about the fan. Well, I don't care, man. It's, it, needs be, it needs to be said. Swain, don't you know that when you throw the ball to a receiver and it hits them in the numbers and they drop it, it's the quarterback's fault? <laughs> yeah, all the time, man. All the time. All the time. I'll tell you what. Can, can we give the receivers an exception this week to do nothing instead of going to class, just being on the practice field, throwing with Joe Milton? Yeah. Hey, if 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 you want if you want over analysis, let's do it to the receivers because I'm like yeah, that's the, that's the position I'm harder on more than any other position on the fo- football field because I played it and so I know what it takes to be great at, at, at Tennessee. And so if y'all want to be hard on the position, let's get on the receivers. Let's get them on the jug machines, rice buckets, watching films with Joe, making sure that what happened last night doesn't happen this following week. Let's get on the receivers. But take the pressure off the quarterback because he don't deserve all the fault all the time. I'd say my one critique of it, of Milton, though, is offensive line give him plenty of time and he would just stand back there and hold the ball felt mm-hmm. like forever. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's and fair. that and when you do that up against SEC defensive linemen, you go get knocked out. Mm. Yeah, well, he won't have that. He won't have that much time against SEC defensive no. linemen. No, yeah. uh-uh. especially if Cooper Mays and what appears to be an ankle sprain is is a bad ankle sprain. Cooper Mays said after the game that, or Cooper after the game, Josh Heupel said after the game that he expects Cooper Mays back, but didn't necessarily. Uh, specify uh, when he would be back. Also, I just cracked up. The the, the TV just showed Cole Kublik and, and Smokey sitting next to one another. <laughs> uh, Smokey is facing the complete opposite way of Cole. Like uh, he, he didn't want look. anything to do with Cole. Last you, night. you saw that, Volstorm? Yes, yes. <laughs> you got to rewind that. He smelled that, that, that funky bird. Like, on will you Cole. get off me? Get uh, off me! This stupid Barner. Yeah, he smelled that funky. That funky. Eagle from Auburn. He smelled it on coal. <laughs> God, I, I think what changed the uh, the momentum of the offense more than anything was Cooper going out. Yes, I, I completely agree. The, the offense was rolling until, 
Look at a scratch. <laughs> Smokey don't want anything to do. He's trying to scratch him, and Smokey's like, will you so, get off me? Smokey looks so uncomfortable. Smokey looks like a fan sitting in the stands. Man, will you get, will you get this dude off of me, man? This tail ain't even wagging. I got to watch this. It co- hey, and Cole was doing his best to, like, you know, pet him, and, oh, he's such a good dog, and blah, 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 and he's interviewing the, you know, the handlers and everything. Smokey the whole time's like, get off me, you barner. <laughs> No, but I, I agree with, like you, chicken. with you, Volstorm. I, uh, Cooper Mays went out, and the the momentum definitely changed. Now, like I said earlier, Ollie Lane played better than I expected, so kudos to him. That's a cool I'm story. I'm amazed he got on Gibbs. the field, to be honest. Gibbs High School. That's Fair right, up. local product, Gibbs. That, that yep. had to have been cool for that community, given the, the recent tragedy that, that they've been dealing with, mm-hmm. uh, to see one of their own playing Neyland. That, that yep. had to be yep. – uh, a nice relief for them. So I, I was happy with that. But then on the defensive side of the ball, uh, it happened when the, 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 the other two pair of linebackers came in as well. Defense was rolling, getting off the field, and then the other two linebackers come in, and Bowling Green goes right down the field. And each yeah, time they kicked the field goal, it, it was when Jawan Mitchell and Jeremy Banks weren't in. Yeah, it was like um... – there were a couple of times it seems like the receivers were able to kind of slip in that little intermediate route and just just burn them for that. Mm-hmm. But I was um, I was really impressed with I forgot which drive it was. It may have been the first field goal where they get down close to the close to the twenty and then they just completely changed out the defensive line and then it just made all the difference. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad folks got to play though. But you certainly saw a difference in um, Bowling Green's success when the substitution happened. Yes. All right, Voss, yeah. am I going to see you yeah. here in a little bit so you can fix this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll definitely see me at that end. Um, oh, guys, before I go, just kind of a little out of character for me. <laughs> but, um, you know, over, I've been going to games since 85, and one of the things that I always remember is having the ball network on. And, you know, I've got that theme music just burned into my brain. And last night I was listening to it on the on the Tennessee Game Day app, which is incredible, by the way. And they were announcing the names, and they announced Swain's name in with that. And listening to him on the radio, it was just, I was just so proud for you because I felt like we have one of us up there. You know, we just had somebody who's part of this fan base, understands this fan base up there with the, you know, up there with the big waves. So just wanted to tell you how proud I was of you. And uh, we'll be at uh, Dead End Barbecue. See you, boys. See you, man. <sighs> look, at, look, at, look at Volstorm getting soft on us. They're, yeah. they're smoky. Talking into the mic there. Attaboys. Attaboys, Smokey. Man, Volstorm, man. You just make sure you be ready to fix the zipper. Look, I but I will soft Volstorm. But um, you know, before we before we started the broadcast, you know, we were sitting there, uh, like, man, you know, change doesn't happen much. You know, think about the program changes of all network, man. They don't they don't do that a lot, and so to be able to to be a part of that change, um, I don't take it lightly, and uh, I do I do feel like. There's a responsibility, and I've always valued the voice of the fans. Um, I ain't gonna always agree with you, but I've always valued 
um, opinions and and always wanted to make sure that the fans' voices are heard and um, the comments like Vol Storms, man, they've, they've mean so much. And um, I've been overwhelmed with emotion. My wife texted me during the game and <clears throat> she asked me how I went. And I was just like, I'm just so happy. Man, I'm just so happy. It was, it was great. It was really cool. And uh, I appreciate Vol Storms' uh, comments. Because, you know, he said that to me over DM, but that was just different. He said the exact same thing, but, man, just hearing him say it was just different. So I, I, I appreciate Volstorm. Uh, I really do. And I appreciate Volstorm even more when he fixes his zipper. So <laughs> I just hope he's ready to fix his zipper. Who's, who's next on the phone? Greedy Greg from St. Pete. Greedy Greg from St. Pete. What's what up, guys? What's up, Greedy Greg? Hey, man, first of all, hey, I agree. You did a great job last night. Uh, both of y'all doing good stuff, so keep up the good work. Thank you. Uh, I, I just had a few comments on the game. Uh, I, I think we're getting a little way overboard uh, about the performance. I mean, I thought it was a, you know, get the rust off you type game. I mean, we ran for 340-some yards. I mean, that that's, that's, ain't happened in a long time on Rocky Top. Two backs uh, ran over 100 yards. And and for the uh, uh, the passing game, I, I wish that that the the offense allowed for more uh, more plays that 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 to get the quarterback in the rhythm. I, I know it's a read offense, but sometimes you might need to call a couple of short plays to get them, you know, to get the quarterback in the rhythm. Did they they did the long ball a couple of times, and 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 um, he missed, and then you, you get behind the, you get behind the chalks and all. You know that offense ain't meant to get behind the chalks. No, uh, but all, all in all, I, I, I thought they, it was a good performance. Uh, I agree with the defense uh, uh, played pretty good. The the linebackers, the, the, uh, uh, you right on, Ben. The second unit was definitely not the same as the first unit. It was a big difference. Um, the the we were talking about letting some new guys play. I wish uh, D. Beck would have got in the game, uh, especially on third downs. You know, he played receiver a little bit, uh, played quarterback a little bit. He's definitely big that can block and do pass protection. I wish we would have saw him. Uh, and who the hell is Marcus Pierce Jr.? He got eight <laughs> carries last night. Listen, and, I didn't even know he played, man, Marcus, to be honest. I didn't know he played. Marcus I, Pierce, I, Pierce Jr. is a uh, senior, got eight carries. Never heard of the guy. Because uh, 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 right on, it got four carries. So I, 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 when uh, when Hooker came in, I'm like, okay, then we we, we gonna see D and uh, uh, um, we gonna see Wright and and, and uh, Marcus uh, Pierce Jr. got eight carries, 36 yards last night. I mean, he ran good, but I, 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 this is my first time ever hearing of him. Former but that's all I had. Ben. Hey, man, fill me in on who he is, though. I, I appreciate it. Just a, a walk-on running back. Who uh, has been in the program for a couple of years now? Man, I didn't even know who he was. Hey, hey, he got he got eight carries. You waited, he waited his turn. I mean, that, that that's a good feel good uh, uh, story. Uh, uh, for sure. I mean, yeah, Ollie waited his turn. He, you know, he got some play, and you don't see that nowadays. I'm hoping that that uh, Bailey and those guys don't get upset because they didn't get in and they, and they get in the transfer portal. I mean, what happened to wait your turn? Or, or, you know, or being realistic, the guy in front of you is better. Hey, you know, I'm a sophomore, so I'm going to get my turn. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame kids for wanting to play, but at the same time, you you, you know, you had an opportunity to, to 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 earn the job and didn't do it. And, and um, 
but it just depends. I think every situation is different, man. You know, I if you if you put your time in and just not clicking and um, you're not gonna play, then yeah, go transfer somewhere else. Um, so I think every situation is different, case by case basis. But you know, I was during the game. I was like, come on, offense, man, let these other dudes get in. Like I wanted to see Henry Hooker a little bit earlier. Um, you know, I didn't think we'll we'll get to quarterback three, but I wanted to see Henry Hooker get more more run. But that was that was on the the performance of the first team, and we just didn't see enough of it for you know Hypo to feel comfortable putting in Hendon. He didn't put the game away early enough. So um, hey, maybe next time when Tennessee plays, you know, an inferior opponent later on in the season, that they can they can do that. All right, let's go back to the phones. We have if Brad would quit blowing up our phones while we're trying to do a show. Jeez, Brad. Brad, don't you got some diapers to change or something? Oh, no. He, it looks like he sent us a, a photo of of Baby Miller, and uh, he's he's knocked out. I sleep. He sleep. You change diapers while you sleep? That's true. Uh, he cute, though. May look just like his mama. Thank God, because if, if, if that baby looked like, looked like Brad... Woo. I feel <laughs> you're talking about being picked on at school. All right, who's Lord, who's on the phone? Uh, we got Mitch and then Connor in Georgia. Mitch, good morning. Morning, Swain. What's up? What's up? Uh, I don't. I don't know what all the negativity is about, guys. We're undefeated. I mean, uh, defense last night. You know, everybody's talking about the linebackers and everything, but don't you think it's better to get those guys in to play? Meaningful snaps as opposed to mop up duty. No, I, I mean, and yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because further down the line, like you know, let's say uh, one of them goes down, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going to get out there and all they've ever played against, you know, mop up. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to know what to do. They know uh, different competition level, first, second string. But, Absolutely, uh, I agree with you, hundred percent. No, everybody's making a big deal about uh, Milton, you know, standing flat-footed. Well, you know, when Peyton was there, everybody made a big deal about him running in place. You know, (laughs) uh, it's whatever works. But, uh, no. I don't know if Hypo would, you know, want him doing that or not. I don't know. You know, he's a quarterback whisperer. He played the position. I don't don't know if that's something that Hypo likes or not. But, you know, let's let Hypo fix it. Right, that's my thing. He's the quarterback guru. He's the offensive uh, genius. So, and I'm, you know, I think play Collin was vanilla, but hey, that's what you got to do. Exactly. Just let those guys get out there and play. But uh, no, I thought the defense looked good. I thought uh, Jeremy Banks looked great. Didn't really see anything from Mitchell. Uh, uh, Flowers had a good game, and uh, Coach Theo Jackson. Played great, um, but no. Overall, you know, hey, I'm just happy to be undefeated, and nine days to go watch film, critique, and like I said, give receivers time to get on the jokes machine every day, hundred every, every day, hundred yes, and uh, you know, and some of that, you know, as well as I do, that that's concentration, you know, uh, it's all of. It. But, uh, no, I, I think we'll be all right, and I still say that I think this seems a lot better than people are giving them credit for. It. And, uh, I mean, don't panic. You know, it's a long season, and uh, I believe that we'll get it 
straightened out. The number one thing that I love to see was after the second quarter when we didn't even have the ball because, you know, Bowling Green was doing their little stuff, mm-hmm. uh, was our coaching staff actually made adjustments. When they come out at halftime, you know, uh, adjustments were made. And yeah. we haven't made adjustments since. Well, that was always my big knock on Butch and Pruitt. It yeah. was like we would never make an adjustment. A team would us with the same play over and over. But uh, like I said, I'm I'm excited still to see what the season holds. And uh, I'll hang up. And uh, y'all have a good day. And hey, go ball. Hey, thank you so much for the phone call. Man, we ought to be ashamed of ourselves, Ben. We are doing this show wrong. It's 930. We haven't talked about Mike. Rush Probst Eckler. Did he headbutt somebody? Uh, I saw a comment. Did he have somebody? Did he headbutt somebody before the game? His I, forehead I, was bleeding. I, I saw somebody comment that on the text box. Man, no one of those boys was jacked at the beginning of the game. You see your head coach bust his head on a helmet. I don't know. I don't know why. I, mean, I wouldn't do that if I was a coach, but. Man, Eckler got all of the juice, all of the chili. You got to have a hype coach like that. And Eckler's the guy for, for this staff. But, man, these dudes was juiced. They were jacked. I wonder when that happened with Eckler, man. I thought Eckler was in Royal Rumble, WrestleMania or something. All right, who's on the phone? Connor in Georgia. Connor in Georgia. Good morning, sir. <clears throat> Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Man, wonderful, wonderful, blessed. Love it. I've just, uh, I've got a comment and then a couple quick questions I want to ask you. Um, first of all, and I don't expect any response on this, but I don't understand the complete obsession that some of our fan base has with a particular quarterback on our roster. Um, who has had multiple opportunities. I thought it was incredible. I was laughing so much when Hooker came out as number two. And people are absolutely losing their minds. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, quick, first question for you real quick. Who's the last quarterback Tennessee had that was successful and was a gunslinger, big arm type guy? Um, successful gunslinger. Successful gunslinger. Successful gunslinger Angel. is T. Martin. And uh, Angel's a gun. You can, you can put him as a gunslinger. But he was more of a gunslinger early in his career. Um, but, yeah, say Ainge. Yeah, Ainge, Ainge had a gunslinger-type mentality early in his career and could be that. And he was successful, played on his winning team. So, yeah, let's say Ainge. So, uh, so I'm thinking, obviously, the teams weren't great. Uh, I was thinking Tyler Bray was pretty solid. Correct. Yep, definitely a gunslinger. Um, but he did People win. were completely up in arms about Milton being 11 for 23. Oh, my gosh. Um, and if you catch a few balls, that's kind of more 14, 15 for 23, which is pretty solid. Um, I know, man. But in 2012, man, Bray's, Bray's completion percentage was 59%. Nobody was talking about that. Mm, good point. And because, like, the offense worked. <laughs> good, so good point. I think, you know, I think we kind of got to sit back and – I. I think Milton's a freak. I think the things that the issues he has that he can that they're fixable. Yep. Um, as far as you know, reading through progressions. Also, I, the whole holding the ball a long time, like he's just not going to have that opportunity against better teams. Correct. So, 
like he's he knows he's going to have to get the ball out. I don't think Belton's ever stood in the pocket like he did last night and had that amount of time. And yep. so I, I think that's just kind of a little shift too. But what I really want to ask you guys, looking at uh, you know the offense and specifically route. Last night, all we really saw was some hitch routes. We saw those first two passes to Peyton out wide. You know, we saw a couple posts, a couple fly routes. But what percentage of the playbook do y'all actually think we used? I'm thinking 30 40% maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I, and I get that. I don't think, you, you you know, you necessarily needed to do more than that. But I see people that are – Oh, this is just a fast Butch Jones offense. We're not going to throw the ball more than five yards down the field, and this and and we just got to pump the brakes. I think we're going to be all right. I don't think we're going to beat win ten games, but I think we're going to be all right. And it's, I can definitely say this: I had more fun in the first five minutes of the game last night than I've had in ten years watching Tennessee football. How about that? And and not even the product was like the the offense was cool to watch. I haven't seen energy. And the guys running around and rallying to the ball and think like in so long. It was ten cool years though. Okay, maybe maybe five years. Okay, Dobbs, okay, okay. Because like, fifteen yeah. and sixteen, there were some fun games in there. But yeah, before it kind of fell apart at the end of Jones there. Yeah, 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 but yeah. The it was cool. I saw when uh when they were running. You know, the rest had to allow Bowling Green to substitute on defense when we ran some guys in. And you could clearly see Milton standing there. He's mad. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Y'all are holding this thing up. Like, we're trying to put it down your throat. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And so, I think it's going to be fun to watch. I think it's going to be cool. For sure. For sure, my friend. Thank you so much All right, man. for the phone call, man. Thank you. Dave Tona. What's oh. up? What's up? What's up? Good morning. What it do? Uh yeah, I almost had to get my tissue out. I thought, uh, Vol Nation, Vol Nation or Volstorm? Volstorm. Vol Sprinkle. Yeah, I thought I thought he was going to lay a little sprinkle. Man. He did. I, man, it was, hey, I, 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 it was it was <laughs> awesome, man. I, I appreciate that so much. It, it, mean, it means everything to me, man. <laughs> Soft well, Volstorm. I love it. You know, I haven't been part of the program as long as he has, but – I have seen you guys grow and mature immensely over the past few years and, and, and seeing you guys spread your wings and fly. Uh, you guys are both, both, both very good represent, representation of Tennessee football and the fan base. And, uh, you know, we cut up a lot. Some people get aggravated with some people. And, oh, by the way, that question that Ben asked you about Andy yesterday, I I called him and told him to ask that. Trying to set <laughs> so me up, man. It, Trying to set me it up. Wasn't, it wasn't Ben instigating. It was me. Should have known. But uh, you guys are always truthful. What was that? Uh, what was that? They told, what was that you, in the background? What? What was that in the background? Did you just poop? Did the elephant, like you did the elephant just No, that's gas? one of those little that's one of those little rice burners just mm-hmm. flying by me. Rice uh, burners. Uh-huh. But uh like a moped? Yeah, I, No, one of those little cars that has those ridiculous exhaust systems. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I I'm choosing to believe that you pulled a Mike Dicka and pooed it on air. Yeah, you pooed it. It's okay. Well, you guys can say it. <laughs> You want to think? <laughs> we we messing with you. Well, wait a wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, I might have. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we messing with I'm you, man. Kidding. No. Uh, so my question today is is, and I didn't get to listen at the early part of the show because I, it was a long night. My wife had surgery yesterday. It was a very long night. But uh, so I don't know if the stats were talked about. But if you could just kind of briefly, quickly talk about the stats, who were who were the leaders. And I, I would like to know who you guys were most impressed with and who you guys were least impressed with. And I'll hang up and let somebody else get on. Take that other phone that was beeping in. Take that other call, Daytona. What's up with Daytona's phone, man? It goes crazy. All right, let's go back to the, let's go back to the phones. I hope, hope your wife uh, recovers as, as quick as possible, though, Daytona. You're not going to tell Daytona who you were most impressed with? You already said it. Who? Pierce. That's who I was most impressed with. Who were you most impressed I'm with? I'm copying off your paper. Move, move your hand. Move your hand. Let me see them answers, Ben. Pierce. I'm going with Pierce. I'm going Pierce. Now, I was mo- honestly most impressed with was Tyron Evans. Ooh, that boy got the wiggle. Mm-mm. Got the feet. Man, he got he got some one-on-one moves. So, Tyron Evans was probably my most impressive. I was more more impressed with him probably than anybody else just because of his ability to make guys miss in space. I love seeing him shake folks up. Uh, let's get to Mac. Let's get to Big Orange Mac. Good morning, good morning, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, we, hey, we got a dub. We got a dub. No, threw, up, threw, threw up some points. Now, I know I got a little aggravated in the first half. Okay, but we had you know we just we got some PTSD going on. Okay, exactly the whole fan base. Exactly PTSD. Okay, exactly. Now, uh, as far you know, I know a lot of people's ripping on Joe Milton. It's all oh, he can't throw. He throws too hard. The kid's got a that gum Howard's a cannon on him. And not many people have that in college football. Big Orange Mac. No, and and I tell you. Somebody that we've had before through a lame duck and it's fluttering all look like you look like Cave Mays over at duck hunting in West Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, come on now. And and, and I'm gonna tell y'all something. People some of you older ones, as old as I am, has been watching a long time. Nobody's gonna be Andy Kelly. Nobody's gonna be He Shuler. Nobody's gonna be five head. Nobody's gonna be T. Nobody's going to be the ice man. Let these kids be them. I know we have a higher standard when it comes to the quarterback position. I understand that. Quarterback is the president of the team, okay? We get it. But nobody's going to be them guys we mentioned. We got spoiled growing up watching those guys, okay? Nobody's going to be them. Let You know, we don't want to go back to what we had last year, but let these kids be them. Yeah. Let them figure it out. You know, this great hope of the next five-head coming through. Five-head was a once-in-a-lifetime generational quarterback, okay? Yeah. Five-head ain't going to come back. He ain't going to walk through that door. So we got what we got. I think Joe can get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give him some time. You know, it's the first game, and I understand it's Bowling Green. I understand that, but I've seen some progress. Oh, offensive line mauling people up front. Oof. Oh, that was so sexy. Love it. Son, that was sexy. I loved it. D-line, <laughs> junkyard dog getting back at Man, junkyard dog, 
They had to double team him. You saw that? He was disrupting stuff. You saw that? Hey, I saw you. You saw it? I saw it. Ben, you see that? Yeah, Ben saw it too. Ben saw it. We saw it. Hey. We saw it. He was disrupting, interrupting stuff back there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I'm a lineman type guy. I love watching the linemen. That's what I focused on most of the game. But, uh, you know, yeah, I got a little aggravated there at the end of the first half. But come back in the second half, they made adjustments. Let me reiterate. I'm going to be like Johnny May. Let me reiterate. Adjustments. What is that? Were, <laughs> were made in the second half. Bowling Green didn't have an answer for it. Made some adjustments. Shut them down in the second half. So, well, hey, next week's going to be a big test. Yes. Everybody keep your head up. Yes. I know it's hard. We got P- – I know it's hard. Keep your heads up and P- go big on. PTSD, man. It's real. It's real. Uh, who's next? TC. TC? What's up? What's up? What's up, TC? Hey, man, I want my money back, man. What? That, that sermon you gave yesterday – I dropped some money in the collection plate, and then you threw some shade on Twitter. I want a refund. Still on my score prediction. <laughs> you mad because I stole We was both wrong. I want to tell you, here's what I want to ask about. What is up with Volstorm? Bro, I, I'm pretty sure I heard Bette Midler in the background going, Have I ever told you you're my hero? <laughs> And everything I would like to be. I mean, that brother came in soft today. Hey, man. Hey, man. See, see, now Volstorm is never going to share his feelings because <laughs> Ben and you are bullying him. He's never going to share his true feelings now. Thanks a lot, guys. This was, that was a special moment. You know what the, you know what the uh, number one question is about that moment? Will Volstorm be able to fix his zipper? That was awesome, man. We've, uh, you know, guys like Ballstorm, I know he's been listening to you since the old TSR days. Yep. And, uh, and, uh, and of course, so have I, man. And just really, seriously, incredibly proud of you, man. I've told you years ago how much you mean to, you know, I know you mean a lot to the folks here in Knoxville, but to guys like me and, and other fans all over the world mm. that that listen to you guys every day, started with you and, and uh, of course, Stokes and now, uh, ben and man, it just means so much to us to uh, to to get a little fix of home, you know. That's right. That's so, right. man, just really appreciate you so much. Hey, a couple things I want to just uh, mention about the game last night. Some of the positives. Uh, one, man, that the opening, the flyover was awesome. The best. That was really really cool. The best. Uh, second, the running backs man had a little wiggle to them. Mm-hmm. I do want you to maybe in a minute, Swain, just comment about their their breakaway speed. I, I I just don't know what they have in that area. They may be they may have it. I just don't know. They it didn't seem like they really uh, showed that off last night. But they had some wiggle for sure, man. That, uh, around the line, that was pretty cool to see. Um, I, I'm on the receiver's butt. They need to block better. Yeah, yeah. The the receivers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't look at me, Ben. I'm on their butt this morning. I want to see more. They have as high expectations. I'm on their butt. I want them to block better. I want them to catch better. You I want them to be great. The same person who, after you whiffed on your block at midfield against, who was it, Marshall? <laughs> you on this very program, two, three weeks. What game was it? That was South Carolina. South Carolina. And the block you was 40 on yards block. down the football field. I'm talking about blocks. 
that were 10 to 15 yards in the football field to allow the running back to get in space. That did not happen enough. Yeah, but if night. you would have finished your block, then your back would have gotten in space. My man didn't make the tackle. That's the point. Did, did he score? He slowed him down. It's his fault for, look for at, not being look, fast enough. Look at you. Walking I mean, back, what you had to say a couple weeks I ago. I didn't walk back nothing. I'm walking I forward. I did my job. I'm walking I forward. I'm taking four steps forward. Four steps forward. You got you to you take care of them DBs on the outside so the running backs can have those those big wide lanes and they can take off. So I was in when Gerald Riggs and Cedric Houston was running them 80-yard touchdown runs against Auburn in the SC Championship game. Boy, you better sit down somewhere. You better have several seats. Let me bring a chair up in this office so you can sit down again. <laughs> Should have been six on that run. Hey, we just keeping you humble, Swain. Just keeping you. That's humble, all right. Don't That's keep right. me fired since, up. Since Vostorm want to want to act like you're a Greek guy, we're we're gonna bring you back down to earth. I flipped this table over if it wasn't no, you wouldn't 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 plant into the to the floor. You get me fired up. I'm fired up. Hey, one other thing, want to bring up too, man. It was it was just cool to see the team having fun and yep. the crowd having fun. Man, the student section was fantastic last night. They were in, and and hey man, Sterl the Pearl, he did his thing last night, man. Always. He did a great job of getting the student section hyped, getting the rest of the the stadium pumped up. You know, especially I mean the crowd wasn't that big. I don't know what they announced, but I would say it was somewhere in the seventies, eighty four thousand. Uh, but I mean it was it was a great atmosphere. Um, and look forward to seeing what happens next week, man. Next week we're going to know a lot more about this team after next week. And we'll know a lot more about Joe Milton. And but hey, man, I just want to see these guys getting better each and every week, man. It's not a finished product yet, people. So let's just wait and see what happens over the next few weeks. And look forward to it, man. Go big orange. See you at dead end, brother. Bye. Appreciate the phone call, TC. Eighty-four thousand were in attendance, and I agree, TC. We, we will learn a lot about this football team next week when. Pittsburgh comes to town. Like I said earlier, they're going to be well coached, may not have a ton of talent, but Pat Narduzzi is a good football coach and Pitt will be well coached. So we'll learn a lot about this football team next weekend, next Saturday. Uh, Let's get to Glenn on the Irish Network's hotline. Uh, Glenn, good morning, my friend. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. We got Swain back in here now. Had to Thanks step out for a quick second. I'm going to get a seat for you so you can take another seat. <laughs> Tell him I'm blocking. Look, don't interrupt Glenn's call, okay? I already I ruined him earlier by, by calling him the, the last name. I said it was Gene when it was Glenn, and that's why we had the miscommunication right. on the phone. So I'm glad Glenn okay. called back in. Put your hands on him, Glenn. Yeah. Put your hands on him, Glenn. Good morning. Hey, man. I, you know, I saw you yesterday, and I, 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 I should have came and introduced myself to you while you were over there at the Vault Network. Yeah, you should have, man. Uh I just didn't want to be one of those people, but hey. Be um, one of those people, man. I love, love, love to meet you, man. We can do it again uh, next week if you come to the game. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, be, I'll be out there with my son next week. I'll come there and say something Perfect. next week. But um, I wanted to share something with you guys real quick. Everybody's talking about the game. I mean, there's nothing else I can share. That, nothing to be said, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you've met Lester McClain. Yes, one time. Uh, fantastic guy. Um. I, my dad and my mom grew up with him. You talk about one of the most humble people, generous people. Mm. And I actually got to see him last night. He used to come watch me play ball when I played basketball at Ezell. Um, and got to see him. And I'm going to tell you something. You talk about just a great, great guy. That couldn't have happened to a better guy. Um, just a phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Um, 
But I want to get your opinion on, on what you think about the lights. Did you guys like that? Yeah, where I was sitting, I didn't really, like, notice them all that much. Because, you know, I was in the box. So I wasn't able to really get the full effect. Oh, you were in the box. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure was. Yeah, I'm going to make me feel bad. Sure, sure. I'm not, listen, was. I'm not going to feel bad. That was the only tickets I was able to get my hands Look, on. Look, we're, 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 not, we're not saying that you need to feel bad. Just don't just don't make it seem like you're one of us peasants, you know. That's we're right. talking about going you was in the box, too. The game. No, I was working. You was in a press I box. Was, oh, it, oh, don't even try to compare the press box to a luxury box. Dude, you had, the same, you had the same view as me, though. You couldn't really grasp the feel of the light show either because you was in the same box as me. Correct, and I hated it. I, I ben, another... let me tell you something, buddy. I, when I interned at Channel 4 in Nashville, and I got to, of course, I got to go to a couple games in, I think it was 07 in the press box. That's not the best states in the house about a stretch. You said they are? No, they're not. I don't think they were. No, I mean, it... It They're depends on bad, where you sit. I mean, if, if you sit on the front row of the press box, they're really good because nothing's blocking your view, and you're kind of right on like the the forty to the fifty. Uh, but I don't. It's it's not all that it's hyped up to be because you are in a box. You don't hear the crowd noise. You're not nope. amongst the fans. You mm-hmm. can't enjoy yourself. You're working. So that was the hardest thing I ever had to do. It was, it was the O. It was the O seven Vanderbilt game when Vanderbilt missed the. Off. I had I couldn't dress in orange. I was told I couldn't do that. They knew I was a Tennessee fan. It's a funny thing. Yeah. But anyway, that was our well hey guys, uh just great show. I just wanted to call and just share that, you know, story about Lester. I, I don't know if a lot of people really know his story. He played at Antioch High School. He's a phenomenal dude, man. Yep. Just just love that guy and just wanted to give him a shout out. So man, thank you for Swain, I'll I'll come and see you on Saturday morning, my man. Please, please do, man. Thank you for sharing that note on uh Mr. McLean, Lester. That 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 added a lot of value to the show today. Thank you. See you back. Good morning. Good morning, C-Mac. Somebody sounds rough. Are you awake? It, 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 hey, I'm, I, I am functioning this morning. Okay. Doesn't sound uh, like it. I'm, I know. I know. It was, a, it was a good night last night. And, you know, I'm going I'm to get into that here in a second. First and foremost, I do got a, a couple of questions. Uh, Mr. Uh, McKee and Mr. Swain, I, I know y'all got a lot of people who call into this incredible show all over the globe, from all over, not just from that that musty place down in Florida, uh, but all over. But to my recollection, and please correct me if I'm incorrect here, but uh, how many folks do you have calling into the show from Colorado? Uh, you are the only one, man. You you loyal. The only one. Yeah, you the only one. The only individual. That's right. There's the energy. That the, what? He's the only one from Colorado the only, calls in. The only person. That's right. Uh, so I I, I had to ask that because uh, last night I, I had decided to be social amongst uh the masses, and I went to uh, a watch party. And uh, watch, watch the first game of the season. And uh, I had the incredible uh, opportunity uh, in this vast world that we live in to sit next to somebody who actually listens to the Floyd event. Hey! Um, real talk, um, after everything we went through, 
uh, not just with this program, but in, in all society this last year. Uh, it is amazing to sit next to a stranger that you are connected with through something as, as incredible as this show. Hey. So uh, shout out to uh, uh, Life is Good, Mom. Um, please forgive me if I mess up that handle. But it was a pleasure and an honor to meet you and to, to watch our beloved Tennessee Balls play football. Wake up, see man. Fall asleep again. See back. Pick up the phone. We can't hear you. <laughs> you going to sleep, see back? No, my bad. <laughs> Turn my headphones up. It sound like you're on the toilet. Oh man. No, no. Uh, say say, say so, that last part again. We we missed that last part, see back. Oh, I, I just wanted to say it was a huge a huge shout out to uh, life is good, mom or good life, mom. Uh, please forgive me if I uh, if I messed up the handle. Uh, but it was a pleasure to sit next to you. Uh, and to watch our beloved Tennessee Vols play football. For now, sure. uh, real quick, before Life is good, I mom. have to go. Life is good, Mom. Thank yeah. you. Um, one, uh, that kid at number nine on that uh, on defense. Ooh boy! Ooh boy! That was exciting. That was very exciting to watch. Uh, I, I like seeing him play. Uh, if you move in a little bit more closely uh, into the interior, uh, that biggin. In the middle of the defensive line, he gonna be he gonna have, he gonna give some teams some problems. All right, that that boy is strong. He a, a grown a man, and uh, it was it was a it was a true joy. Now on to some more constructive criticisms. Swain, uh, we teaching wide receivers to catch the ball with their body. Um, no, that's, that's, that's not what receiver coaches teach as receivers. They, you know, it's all about the hands. Now in traffic, sometimes you got to use your body when you're shielding off a you're defender. Right. But, you know, uh, I think on those drops, those are, those are hand catches and, you know, you get on the film and you fix that. It's, and I know everyone's going to focus on the drop, but it's the route. It's the route that led mm-hmm. to the drop. So you got to clean that up. And uh, I think once the receivers see that, they can get to the field and really focus on uh, getting back to the basis of, of route runnings and making sure that, you, you know, either you are, have a 90-degree angle cut or a 45-degree angle cut and making sure that you're real crisp and with that because the quarterbacks are expecting you to be in a certain place and they're throwing it. And if you're not there, that ball is going to be on your back hip or maybe your back shoulder where if you ran your route properly, that ball is, you know, hitting you in your numbers and maybe hitting you in stride and you don't have to slow down. So, you know, that's that's the part of the game where people look at it and go, man, the quarterback is inaccurate. No, the receiver didn't run a good route. So it was a route and it was a catch. So um, I got you. that's something that has to be fixed. And, hey, they, they'll see that on film and they'll address that. We, I've been through that before and, myself. So, And we have time to get that cleaned up. Yes. Right? We, we have plenty of time to get that cleaned yeah, up. You, Only you two more things. That we we have today. <laughs> Only a couple more things before I get up out of here. Uh, Swain, by chance, uh, word has it that you met uh, a legend last night. I did. Uh, Neil Mafia. Or, uh, did you really? I met Neil Mafia, dude. It made it made my night. It made my boy, night, man. Boy, when when news came down to the Courier Pigeon uh, that uh, that you met. The Neyland Mafia. The, uh, I got the Mafia. The, the one and only. I hope. Uh, I hope you gave him the the Dave Chappelle uh, mush in the face as soon as he came up to you and you heard his voice. 
Nah, man. Nah, nah. It was funny. So as I was leaving, you know, the area where I watched the game, there was, you know, boxes of popcorn. So I took a box of popcorn because I had a long walk. And so I had some popcorn as I was walking, and uh, I bumped into Neil Mafia. I was like, hey, man, you want some popcorn? He's like, yeah, sure. And so he had some. He's like, damn, this, this is good popcorn. And I noticed as, like, we went our separate ways, he, he took my box of popcorn. Like, he took that it and, and kept, <laughs> kept it moving. And I was just laughing, like, man, Neil Mafia then stole my popcorn, man. But yeah, it was just so that, cool, that, man. It was that, a cool that, moment. That sounds par for the course. That sounds par for the course for <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that that rascal. But it, uh, that 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 war- that warms my heart that we have a concern, uh, confirmed sighting of that man. Yeah. Uh, last thing before I leave uh, to all the people listening, if you sit next to somebody uh, in a bar uh, at the game and they can't pronounce kneeling correctly, they the federal government. Just letting y'all know. Have a happy Friday, y'all. See you, man. See you, see you, Mac. Who's next? Last caller of the day. Last caller of the day. Goes to Chip and Jackson. Chip and Jackson. Take it away. Take it away, Chip. Hey, guys. Uh, great show. I didn't catch everything this morning. You might have talked about it, but just, just a quick question. I didn't know if you guys had any information on Byron Young, um, the defensive end that I was – outside linebacker, whatever. Uh, I was really excited about seeing what he could do, and, of course, he's ineligible. Didn't know. I couldn't find anything as far as information on what that's about. It was kind of a, you know, maybe announced maybe 15 minutes or an hour before the game. I'm like, what in the world? That's one of the – that's who I was most excited about seeing on that team, aside from uh, Mr. Milton. Um, Yeah. And and, uh, other than that, I thought that the, uh, you know, a little, you know, a little rocky in that second quarter and third, but overall, they've got a lot to work with. I think they're going to be better next week. I really do. I think they're going to, you know, change some things and, and, and correct some things. And I'm excited, man. And uh, I'll hang up and I'll, I'll listen to your reply. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys. Do you have the best answer for the question, or do you want to? Let me try to answer that. Uh, the NCAA is screwing Byron Young. Perfect uh, answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer, man. Thanks, Hollywood or Hollywood. Uh, Young was uh, <laughs> coming out of uh, high school in Hemingway, South Carolina. Uh, not even really recruited. Uh, so he latched on to a prep school called Gulf Coast Sports Academy in Mobile, Alabama. And uh, that Gulf Coast Sports Academy went under two games into the season. And uh, Byron Young played in those two games before uh, this this sports academy uh, went under. And I believe had to close doors because of financial issues. But because he played in those two games at this prep school in 2017 – He's not eligible for the first two games of this season. Bums. Which I don't understand. A, it's a prep school. B, it's not his fault that the school went under. Bums, man. So ten- Tennessee is appealing. Was he uh, a Sycamore? That, Bishop? <laughs> apparently. 
Uh, that's why it was announced an hour before the game. Uh, I, I said earlier in the show that uh, we at VolQuest were aware of it on Monday. That, flex, that flex. This was this was happening. Austin Price, to be exact. Yeah, you're on the team too, man. You get a championship ring. Yeah, but you get a ring too, Ben. Uh, that, that's all AP, uh, the goat. And uh, Tennessee was appealing all week and uh, was set to release it early yesterday afternoon. But uh, Tennessee was continuing to wait to hear back from the NCAA in hopes that they would overturn this decision. And uh, I guess the hope is is that it'll get overturned so that he can play against Pittsburgh. But we'll see. But just a really crappy situation for Byron Young uh, and the NCAA screwing Byron Young, quite frankly. But he has to miss the first two games of this season as of right now because he played two games at a prep school that went under two games into the season back in 2017. There it is. Same time tomorrow, 7 a.m. Swing event fueled by, no, same time Monday, 7 a.m. Because today is Friday. My goodness. That's right. Mafia wants to let you know that that popcorn was good as hell, too. (laughs) I know it was. He didn't give it back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's so great to meet Neil and Mafia. Tomorrow, Alumni Hall Black Party. Turkey Creek starting at 11 a.m. Hope to see everyone there. For Ben McKee and Jason Swain, we'll be back Monday morning. Get ready for Pittsburgh. So, uh, can't wait to see everyone next week. Ben, hope you have a great week. And today, today, here in about an hour, we're going over the Dead End Barbecue. So, waking up. Checking out your hotel. Meet us at Dead End Barbecue. It is going down an hour. Dead End Barbecue. Right there on Sutherland Avenue. So, can't wait to see everybody. Have a great day. Peace. (laughs) Have a great day. Uh, Peace and love. We are out.